be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Two beers in, Curry. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta chase you. I should have brought one down. I know. Did you finish yours already? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I know. I don't get sours that often. What kind is this? This is a uh, Monk's Cafe Flemish Sour. Oh, Flemish Sour. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, love that. Those Flemish people. It's, it's fucking you, rock solid. fucking man. Flemish know how to make a sour beer. <laughs> Recording from Glory Hole Studios again in Chicago. This is still Cognitive Dissonance. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, sometimes. Skepticism, mostly. And irreverence, always, to any topic that makes the news, <laughs> makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and it's not very good. Oh, no, and there is no welcome, Matt. <laughs> pretty bad, it turns out. <laughs> this is episode 173 of Cognitive Dissonance. 173. Yeah, we were just recorded 172 one beer ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should is- measure the show in pint glasses. Because we'd be at episode for a gajillion. <laughs> <laughs> We're at episode more than anyone's ever counted. Right. So, We're at episode yeah. cirrhosis. <laughs> Your donations are going to a liver transplant <laughs> as we speak. And by transplant, we mean some guy in India needs a liver and is stuck in a hotel room. <laughs> That's pretty much... <laughs> He's in a bathroom. <laughs> right, he's like, yeah. oh, this isn't supposed to really happen. Oh, man. I thought you guys were skeptical. <laughs> I'm a walking urban legend. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, all right, so we got to figure out where we left off. Hey, there's where we left off. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you thought well, episode 172 was oh, bad, God. you're in for yeah. a treat with Welcome 173. Welcome to 173. Oh, boy. All right. This... <laughs> This story comes from the Jerusalem Post. Ultra-Orthodox school that teaches secular studies ostracized by community. So basically there's a school that's teaching some learning stuffs. Yeah. Like social studies and science and, you know, what schools teach. Sure, sure. And the ultra-Orthodox are fucking bent out of shape because that takes away time that they could be spent, like, imagining circumcisions <laughs> and, like, sucking on baby penises. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> This is the ultra-Orthodox. I'm not even out of line. I know you're not, but it still sounds out of line. It does. Most of the things I say sound out of line. Also, could the fucking Jerusalem Post have more ads on the page? Look. Please. They need to make more money somehow. Good God. I want to mention, this is something that was brought up a long time ago when we were talking about different religions and how information is the enemy of religion. Right. And how very often... They try to censor outside opinions uh, when you talk about, like, especially the cult sort of religions that get, you know, where they they isolate people away from other people. They isolate them from other opinions. They isolate them from people who can, you know, say, hey, are you making a rational decision when it comes to this particular religion, et cetera? And I feel like this is another example of that. This is another example of someone saying, you can't give people this information because if you give them that information, they're going to start questioning and we don't want that. Yeah, and what they're saying is, like, this school is not, like, this is a school set up specifically um, for uh, yeshiva, right? Like, that's, they, they want they want these very Isn't specific. kind of dragon? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was a Final Fantasy VII, like, enemy or something. 
like whatever. Um, Comes out one of those fucking has goofy braids and a long beard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it like goes to like fight the enemy and it just bores him and then they play chess. It's like That's... a plus ten tuxedo of power or whatever he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome because actually, look, do you have the Frank? His and weapon is like a dreidel. He just like whips it out and people <laughs> spin the dreidel of power. Cracking myself up over here. I need more beer. Click. <laughs> but you know, like I look at this and it's and the person's kind of justifying it, saying like, "Look, look, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We are specialized for fucking heredim. I'm gonna mispronounce this. I don't care. Yeah. Who don't want the normal yeshiva high school, but which does promote tal- Talmud study." Religious devotion and a general education as well. There's a lack of such institutions, but there are a lot of people who want this kind of thing. And I'm thinking, like, these people are upset because the school is incorporating both religious and secular study. Sure. Like, and they're worked up. And they're basically saying, like, we just want this to be a religious study issue. Like, that's all we want. We just want to have a school that's all religious study. Right. Well, then you're not going to learn anything. Well, I mean, unless you're just all you're going to do is go into the priesthood, right? Right. I mean, what like, are your options, yeah, man? You don't have many other options. It's not like you could be like, well, what'd you learn? Did you learn how to measure things or whatever? I mean, whatever right. manual labor right. type thing even. You'd be like, no, I just really learned about this book. It should be religious studies and diesel mechanics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's some <laughs> fucking something. useful fucking component you of the study. You can fall back on it if you need to, you know? Yeah. It's got to have something. Like, what's your fallback plan? I don't know. Read old books. <laughs> You have an really old book. I'm really good at reading old books. I can I can read the fuck Man. out of an old book if you need me to. Right? Like, what do you put on your resume? Went to a shitty school. Can read old yeah. book. <laughs> I can wear fucking boxes and shit all over myself. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> remember those fucking boxes? Boxes are the best, dude. Were they what like were they fucking, called? They were called like I forget. I don't know. They but were, they like get strapped to their face like minor helmets. Right. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, they like have a fucking like box on your bicep. Box it's on like, your arm. That's shit. where I put the yeah. golem or whatever. I don't know what they're fucking yeah, for. I don't know. It's for it's fucking fairy captures. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> that that religion is so ridiculous. Like it's outrageous. And it's have you ever been to like a Jewish ceremony of any kind? It seems so old because it's so old. <laughs> They're like, it. oh my it. god! It's like, do they like break a glass or something? They wrap it in like fucking oh something, god. and they break a glass or something. I don't know, man. I've been to very few, but the ones I've been to, it's like, oh, fucking, are we done yet? Yeah. Now, like, we're still, <laughs> still happening. Because you know, like, you go to like the like at least like when I've gone to like Christian masses or like whatever, it's like, yeah, we're gonna do the thing, and they do the thing, and then we're sing a song, and then they sing a song, and then you got like, but you know, you're on a forty five minute clock. Sure, yeah, right. You're mass fucking, is coming in after you, right? Yeah, I've only been to a handful of like Jewish ceremonies, but it's like they're we did not invent the clock. clock. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's the sundial? Right, thing? exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's fucking. It's like we got six days to bang this out. <laughs> On the seventh, we'll rest. On the seventh, yeah. we'll rest. Yeah. So this story comes from the... Ro- oh, fuck! Abortions for all. Here I am Very shaking my well. head. Well, no abortions for anyone. Boo! <laughs> abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. Yeah. It's never not funny. I love the... Hmm. <laughs> I've given this some thoughtful consideration. <laughs> Now I'll lead the story. All right, go. God, I'd be the worst newscaster. Go. Can you imagine? <laughs> Fucking hell. You're terrible at all the things, Tom. Oh, God. You know, when you say you'd be the worst newscaster, you could just basically, that could be a Mad Lib to fill in any occupation. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the worst. 
fill in Anything. all the blanks. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, what is an occupation? Yeah. Name I would be an the occupation. Worst McDonald's employee. Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would be like, terrible. you're not feeding it to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I have to hand this food out to other people. You're like a, you're like the clown garbage can outside that people shove <laughs> food into when they're uh, done. <laughs> I'm full of old fillets of fish. Oh, oh God. This story comes from the raw story. It still has fucking the same fucking six, Crazy six, 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 six skull dude. dude. Woman in Ireland <laughs> did not balls on his face. What the fuck, dude? You have several balls on your face. What's you're not going on shoving there? fucking super balls into my head fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to go. Can you imagine I, if this guy's airbag deployed? Oh my gosh! I, I just splat his face. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do for this episode. I'm gonna copy this and make sure that you guys can see that this guy's face. So I'm gonna actually put it on this episode show notes so you actually can see what this dude's fucking face looks like because it's hilarious. Go ahead with the rest of the story. Though. All right, why not? Woman in Ireland denied abortion at eight weeks, forced to give birth by cesarean at 25 weeks. Uh, this is honestly like this is one of those like this is a national shame stories. Like if this happened, no matter where this happens, it's like that is now a national shame. Like, yeah. welcome to national shame. <laughs> um, so there was a woman uh, who was legally forced to carry a child to 25 weeks, which, you know, is right around that limit of viability. Sure. It's yeah. Approximately yeah. Yeah. In that area. Um, and then she was uh, forced to deliver via cesarean section. Jesus. She wanted a, an abortion. Yeah. She threatened to commit suicide. She was going to go on a hunger strike. She wanted to do anything not to have this fucking baby. This was not a bluff. Yeah. At eight weeks, she had a cluster of cells. And they made her fucking carry that kid to six months, to 25 weeks, approximately. Um, and then fucking give birth by C-section. Jesus. Way to government. Way to government. God, man. That's a horrifying story. And it's like, you know, the thing is, is like, I don't know that if, you know, you lose a couple of battles here in the States, if we're that far off from something like this, you know what I mean? No, you lose right. a couple of battles and yeah. you have a Supreme Court that's leaning that way. You're not that far off. I know. And there's some states that are really not abortion friendly. They're really not. You know, and I, you know, I hate to even use that word. I just want to say like choice because something came out this week. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the Dawkins thing? When he was talking I, I about, did, uh, he's talking about Down syndrome. Why was he doing? But that? The, but the thing is, is, like, here's the thing. I kind of agree with him. I see where he's coming and I, from, and I recognize. Like, and the reason why I say it is because I am pro-choice. Okay, sure. So I don't know at what week you can tell your baby has Down syndrome. I don't know when that is. Right. Yeah. I could probably look it up right now, but I'm not going to bother and pause because we're doing this sort of live thing, and I'm not going to look it up. But I suspect it's earlier than 24 weeks that you can tell that your baby has Down syndrome, okay? If that's the case, if it's the case that you can look that up before the baby is viable outside the womb, then I don't think that that's a fucking problem. No, because, I don't you know Because I don't think that's a baby yet, okay? It's not a toddler it's not a fully actualized kid with Down syndrome. Right. It's not a slippery slope. This kid is gonna, you know, let's 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 kill all kids like fucking. Let's go to Gattaca. Basically, let's turn right. the world into Gattaca. They're not saying that. He's just saying you have an option to, you know, like what's let's say that the baby instead uh, inside of you didn't have a lower half. Right, like let's say it just fucking grew and it just had upper arms and like fucking uh just a weird yeah, just like a torso it was just baby. fucking completely torso baby. It was like completely deformed and you could tell. Yeah, is it moral to bring that child into the world? 
you know, we argue back and forth whether or not the mind is part of the body, right? There's this right. big mind. And we talked about this in a mm-hmm. recent show about yeah. psychology, right. mind-body. You know, there's this, you know, a lot of people want to make sure that there's this split between the two. But really, it's a chemical thing that's just another organ. It's like having heart disease is like having fucking brain diseases, exactly. right? Yeah. Thinking right. diseases is just as bad as fucking liver disease. Right. So, in my opinion... You know, a baby with Down syndrome is just as bad as bringing, you know, because because you're basically making that you're saying I'm going to limit this child. I'm going to limit it some way. I'm going to make sure it's limited. And I feel like, you know, is that immoral? I don't know if I'd go so far as to say immoral, but I don't think that there's anything wrong at all with aborting a child before it's before it's fully uh, up to a level that it, you know, it can be viable outside of the womb. Even yeah. I even think that some viability options are okay too. If it's going to hurt the mother or if the baby is horribly deformed, I don't think that those are bad reasons to abort a child. I don't think, not a child, abort a fetus. I don't think that there's any reason behind that. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't, I don't get fucking all weepy eyed and like, hug my pillow to death at <laughs> night because somebody's going to do that. Yeah. To me, I'm like, that's just an actual option that you should be able to re- reinforce in everyone. So that's why I was against the. I, I agree with you, but I think that it only works in one direction. So I think the directionality of that argument for me is important, right? So I don't think that it is immoral to abort a, ch- a, a fetus, you know, prior to the age of, uh, prior to the point of, of viability. And then you know, circumstantially thereafter, it's it, it, it's certainly a conversation to have. Absolutely, yeah. Do I think that it is immoral to bring a child into the world that has uh, a defect of some kind, a birth defect of some kind? I don't know that it is immoral to give birth to that child. Like, I think that's a personal decision that's no more my business. Um, it doesn't have any effect. The the only the only reason why it could be moral or immoral is because it has an effect on the child. Right. Right. So then you have to look at like. Is the is the defect is the defect going to cause suffering that and then the suffering that it causes you have to then say like is the suffering that the defect causes greater than the possible uh, joy that the that the that the sure. potential person sure. Sure. would receive from life in the case of Down syndrome I think that's a perfectly rational choice for somebody to make if somebody says. I don't feel financially or emotionally, intellectually or whatever equipped to raise a Down syndrome child. Sure, it's, sure. it's before the age of viability. We right. find out they decide to abort. That's their business, not mine. I don't I don't care. I don't right. think that they they didn't murder a baby. That's fucking retarded. But if they said, I do feel equipped and I think that Down syndrome people can live joy filled lives. I want to bring that child into the world. I don't think that they're doing anything immoral by bringing that kid into the world. So in other words, the argument works in one direction, but not right, in the opposite right. direction. I feel the right? same way. I feel like, you know, I think I think when you get into that that weird part of ethics, right, there's, there's an ethics question there yeah. that is muddy. Yeah. And, These are not black and, and white. And it's not a black and white issue. For sure. And I certainly wouldn't come out with a blanket statement on ethics that says one thing is immoral, period. Right. You know. Certainly, there are some things that you can say that about. Rape is immoral, right? Yeah, like you right. can just say that, right? right. Killing other people, mur- wanton murder of someone else is immoral. Right. We can say that right. without, with a, you know, there's no equivocating. But when it comes to, you know, discharging a lump of cells in your body based on whether or not what its future may or may not be, that's a muddy area that I'm not yeah, willing right. to give an absolute on. Because it requires a certain amount of prognostication, right? Like it requires a certain amount of, of, of uh, future looking. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um, and and there are very reasonable 
uh, assumptions you can make about the future of a child with like trisomy 13 defect, right? Like, let me know what the fuck that is. So that, but you it's just made chrom- that up, didn't you? <laughs> it's a chromosomal <laughs> defect that okay. results in, you know, a, a host of of uh, genetic abnormalities, and you know, it's not survivable. So it, it, nobody's like, oh yeah, who's that guy walking down the street? Oh, he's got trisomy 13. It's not, yeah, no. no. It's so sure. it's not it's a like survival. having SIDS. You just right. don't, yeah, you don't, like you don't, you don't recover, come back from that. You don't recover from SIDS. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's a different conversation than, you know, a Down syndrome kid, you know, which is which can be an act. I mean, we've seen actors on TV have Down syndrome like the to, to look at people and say, like, well, it's impossible for you to have a full and satisfying life because you have Down syndrome. I think it's a right. different conversation. Sure. But again, it's a it's a choice made by the parents who are choosing to, you know, either go forward down that path or not go forward down that path, you know, but it, the idea that. You're going to say, like, it's immoral that you that you chose to abort a lump of cells at 20 weeks. Like, fucking who you crapping? There's yeah. no brain there yet. I think we probably should have linked the Dawkins story. <laughs> I know. We're, we're really talking, talking about, about that this. more than this one. Yeah, yeah. We really didn't talk about it. But fucking I Google it. I, 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 want, yeah, <laughs> I want to say I want to say about this, though, that it is that it is sad that there are. You know, somebody at eight weeks, and at eight I weeks, know. it's a nothing. It's a you know, you split cells for eight weeks. I, I mean, I, again, I don't know how big that is, but I don't think it's grapefruit size yet. No, dude, I think it's like grape size yeah. at that point. It's not. It's not a thing. No, man. And, it's and not. to mandate that you've got to like force somebody to do this. I mean, that, well, could you imagine if, you know, I mean, there's all those arguments about like, you know, where you wake up one day, that's the analogy, where you wake up one day and, there, you know, there's a transfusion thing in you and you're keeping this, you know, uh, concert violinist alive, right? That's one of the analogies, right? You're keeping this concert violinist alive, and it's that's the problem with fully actualizing. Right, a child it's not an analogous not, yeah, argument. Like, and that's the other thing too is with the. I want to go back to the Dawkins thing. A lot of people were <laughs> butthurt about that, but it's like, yeah, well, you're talking about your fully actualized child. You're not right. talking about a you know a thing that's not a thing yet. So yeah. you know, what and I mean? let's and let's not say like. Cecil and I are not. You were just upstairs holding my infant son a moment ago, so we are not anti-baby. Right? right? (laughs) You were just upstairs moments ago in my own home, right? Cooing at my infant child. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So let's not let's 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 cover that. that, Yeah, it's not like we just we want people like the Grim Reaper to scythe babies out of people. And you did not spike him on the ground. I didn't do that. No. I didn't do that. I had a need. (laughs) Clearly, but you know, you make a baby hoagie. But to make somebody, force somebody it's to a be- a potential hero, Sam. I'm sorry. <laughs> a potential hero. I love it. I love it. I interrupted you twice. Oh, that's awesome. No, it's great. I think that was funnier than what I was going to say. I, what I was going to say was sad, though, because it's like, I mean, would you force somebody to, you know, have to give a transfusion for that long, right? So, like, right. let's say you, I got to put you in this place. And, you know, I recognize, too, though, that there's a, there's a weirdness to this story where the woman's like, I'm suicidal, so I'd like to get an abortion. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm, I'm suicidal. Uh, I think that there's some level of mental capacity that needs to be decided upon and whatever and, you know, how you're looking at it. I, but I just feel like a like Ill, making it illegal at eight weeks is crazy I as know. shit. And it's like at eight weeks, if you're fucking suicidal and don't want to have a baby, like you're going to be a horrible mom. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Like I this know. is a child well, you then, don't want. I don't say you're a horrible mom, please. I, I, and 25, I, you know what I'm saying. 25 weeks, though, in, you, you know, you're putting that baby at great risk. For coming out 15 weeks out of the fucking oven early, right? That baby is at serious risk, right? And then it's not like it's risk free to be pregnant and deliver and deliver by C-section. I mean, like it, yeah, pregnancy is things. not a risk free yeah, event. All those things. There's a tremendous amount of pregnancy. That's absolutely. I I totally agree with you. 
It is a great dishonor to my ancestors and my god, but okay. It's <laughs> terrible. This story comes from Engadget. India makes liking blasphemous content illegal. <laughs> oh my this god. Guy, this Indian guy looks angry. Yeah, he does. He's, he's got some fucking he's got some in charge eyebrows though, I will dude, say. This that. dude is furry. Yeah. <laughs> He is fucking furry. He's like, imagine if you shaved an Ewok, you would have this guy. <laughs> he kind of looks like like a like a bald Furby, actually. He kind of looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> bald Furby, I like that. So India uh, does not understand. Face? Like, what is going on? <laughs> Don't those things have like beaks or they something? They do. Oh, they weird. do. Um, you could read this whole article. Yeah, I know, right? So fuck it, it's I a, will. It's a paragraph, right? This is not an art. This is this is what this is what passes for journalism. I know. Really, I actually think it's like maybe three sentences. I'm going to count the periods. One, two. It is three sentences. <laughs> India's. This is amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing, and they're not like three like Cormac McCarthy sentences, <laughs> right? Where it's like, holy shit, he used all of the yeah, adjectives, and he, and he actually went on three pages in that one right. sentence. That's amazing, right? Yeah. It's like Jesus, the guy fucking showed up for a fucking bogo yeah. adjective sale. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> We're going to get these emails. I love Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I hope we get those I emails. do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Um, India's previously criticized Facebook for not censoring material that was critical of its government. So let's agree that the country has something of a strained relationship with social media. Now, however, the southwest state of something has announced that even <laughs> clicking like on a post could land you in jail for 90 days before you even get to see a magistrate. Because India has no blasphemy laws, any material that could offend someone's religious beliefs is prosecuted as hate speech. What? And that includes uploading, forwarding, sharing, liking, and retweeting something. Oh, my gosh. We hate to be cynical, but we can't imagine it'll be long before the first dissenting voice gets thrown in jail to protect the feelings of the government general population. Wow. Yeah. So, India, still not the place to be. My gosh. What is that? His name's like Sundar or something like that. The guy who would to uh, who said that the like yeah. that stuff was like poo water. Right. I forget his name. Right. I, I can't. I, I, it's an Indian name. I don't remember what it is. I can't. It's like Samad or yeah, Samar or yeah. Sundar. He's a brave dude. He was fucking awesome dude. Yeah, I saw him right. speak at TAM. Yeah. And basically he went out and and said, hey, this is they they thought that there was some sort of miracle water. Yeah. That was coming a, a out of the statue. leaky statue, right? It was yeah. a statue and it was leaking this water and people were fucking drinking it and getting <laughs> cured, quote unquote, yeah, cured. cured of being healthy. But it turns out it was fucking poo water right like it's that's fucking a poo water and he tests it out and he's like yeah guys that's poo water and like blasphemy <laughs> get they, out of our country they chased him out of the country I they know. like i mean he literally could not go back and he still is gone he's still not back in his country right blasphemy laws are you know i was listening to a herd mentality podcast i, I think it's a couple weeks ago maybe maybe it was several weeks ago herd mentality with adam reeks with adam reeks <laughs> <laughs> but he had a bunch of people on and, he, and i think he had on uh the the gentleman from india as well and they were talking about how damaging blasphemy laws are and it's not just in in like India but in many countries around the world blasphemy laws really do uh, hurt and imprison lots of people and this is something that we need to you know make sure and you know like I, I think that they were trying to get something like the UN to make some sort of resolution on mm. it I mean, you know what does that do right. I yeah. don't know but at least it brings awareness to it it's like dumping a fucking bucket of water over it's your exactly head exactly what, you know what I mean is, it's right? going to bring awareness to it that ALS challenge this week they got millions of donations that is all nine million dollars yeah, so far because people were dumping water on themselves right. so this is you know maybe you know the United Nations can't do fuck all but at least they can bring some attention to these fucking right. things right right how do you like that? My own mother falling for that stuff. 
Well, you don't know Larry. Maybe Dr. Kahuha can help her. Doctor? That guy's no doctor. He's a quack. I'll tell you what. I'd like to see that Dr. Hoo-ha. I like a good Dr. Hoo-ha. I've seen that movie. I love a good Dr. Hoo-ha. I like a good nurse Hoo-ha, too. <laughs> and some secretary Hoo-ha. Oh, I mean, hell, me you put you. on a uniform and a Hoo-ha, and I'm ready to party. <laughs> oh, my God. So this story comes from Hoo-ha.com. No, <laughs> Yahoo.com. Yeah, and it's not Hoo-ha. It's off. Yahoo. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Sierra Leone's uh, 365 Ebola deaths traced back to one healer. I think you're using that word wrong. <laughs> healer. healer. <laughs> Look, when, when fucking Ebola Mary strikes. Oh, Ebola Mary. Like, <laughs> what did I call her the other day? Typhoon, Typhoon Mary? Mary? <laughs> We're talking about the story. <laughs> and Cecil calls her Typhoon Mary. Admittedly, I was on muscle relaxers when I said it. <laughs> Oh, as if you're not on muscle relaxers every time. So you say typhoon, that as if it's some kind of anomaly. Typhoon Mary. She, <laughs> wherever she goes, it's just like a big-ass storm. It's just raging. <laughs> just like uh, shows up. There's <laughs> like a cloud breathing in right. behind her, ready to blow. And her husband, Hurricane uh, Henry. <laughs> Hurric- Tornado like, Terry, their like uh, inland buddies. Sandwich, Hurricane yeah. Henry. I'm having a Hurricane yeah. Henry. Well, the, the story is awesome because basically what it says is that this woman who is claiming to have powers to heal Ebola uh, went out and uh, did some uh, healing, some good old-fashioned healing, and they can actually trace some of this crisis to her, the, some of the, d- the disease spreading to her because she went out and tried to heal all these people. And she died, actually. She, she got died of Ebola! Died. You know what I mean? Like, if you are the person who's like, I can pass on my healing powers to protect yeah. you from Ebola, right? incidentally... I have Ebola. And like, dying of Ebola, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't people at some point? You no, know, I I gotta think though. What 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 really happened is is that you know she probably did a lot of this infecting. She clearly did all the infecting before she died. So, but, but maybe not because <laughs> yeah. part of the part of the thing over there though is that when they have these funerals, people gather and they pay their respects. And part of the way they pay their respects is by kissing the body of the dead. So if this was a particularly like well loved, yeah, you need like person, a lip condom. Right? You, you got to put a fucking dental dam on the dead. We can make a fortune. Dental dams for the dead. It's even got alliteration. It does. I think it's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Fucking rub cellophane on it. <laughs> just make a thing. I just fucking wrap cling wrap around all the Ebola victims. Man, they wear like big rubber goddamn suits. Like they all look like they're getting ready they to do look the like dishes. They like cherry popsicles. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. It's so bad. Oh, yeah, oh. but, you know, uh, clearly, uh, you know, this is an example of uh, some sort of healer, quack, if you will, who's walking around, basically making right. the situation a lot worse than it could be, right? Yeah. Instead right. of going to the people, the authorities who know what the fuck is going on, that are wearing, like, fucking all the galoshes and shit you need to <laughs> not get the stuff, this person's coming by caressing your blood fucking bleeding face, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Well, you gotta fucking rub a fucking chicken entrail on it, you know? Like, <laughs> Ebola's just like, great. Thanks for the snack. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you going to cry now? Come on, cry, baby. Cry for me. Come on. Cry. I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with this at all. Oh, no. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is their paranoia rama sort of their roundup. I love their roundups, man. They're, They're good stuff. It's good, man. Yeah. I usually skip the roundups. I usually try to find the stories, but this one was too too great. 
My my favorite part, Cecil, and we'll kind of go piece by piece through here, is the immigrant child warriors. Oh, yeah. You want to hear what she has to say? This is great. Fuck, yeah. This is great. So this is uh, Tamara Scott, who's talking about um, some, I, I don't even know. It's just like some fucking baby warriors. For us just to open our borders, it's chaos. We don't know orderly who's coming in, who's not. When we see these kids, you and I think young kids. We think maybe... Uh, 12-year-olds, maybe even uh, homeschoolers, or excuse me, middle schoolers. Homeschoolers? But we know back in our or revolution, no uh, we had 12-year-olds fighting in our revolution. And for many of these kids, depending on where they're coming from, they could be coming from other countries and be highly trained as warriors who will meet up with their even laughing at ourselves and actually rise up against us as Americans. We have no idea what's coming through our borders. Idea. We have no idea. Look, I'm making shit up so ridiculous, I'm laughing at my own claims. She totally just started laughing. She's like, good child. Hold on. <laughs> child warriors, there's more. But I would say biblically, it's not a Christian nation when you entice people to do wrong. Well, Tamara, you made some very good points, and you're absolutely right. We do not know who's crossing the border. They do not come with documentation, and our border patrol. No shit. That's what they call. That's what they call undocumented. (laughs) Like they're crossing without documentation. No shit, fucking Sherlock. Thanks for the fucking update. So they didn't bring their badge yeah. from the Children's Crusade? What they need is a fucking ticker tape sound behind you, fucking newsworthy motherfucker. What a dumbass. Back into their countries of origin, even if we can identify exactly which country they're from, uh, to know what their record is. And we do know that um, Hamas and, he- I'm sorry, Hezbollah um, fund several training camps in Venezuela and other South American countries, and they are training these young, these youth, uh, beginning as early as eight or nine years old, through the MS-13 gangs. But they are being trained as warriors. You're absolutely right. That was right wing watches. I love music. By right wing watches because it's so ominous, like child warriors. They're coming. They're child warriors. You gotta love that shit. Here's here's uh, another one that was really good. This was. Um, Somebody basically thought like an article that was satire was a real article. I love when this happens. Did you hear? Hold on a second. Did you hear that Facebook is considering putting a satire, satire tag? Yeah, satire tag. So they can't even troll because all it's doing is trolling the dimwit. I will be honest though with you. I have seen many things in my feed where people comment on them like they're real things. I do too. And I, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely floored that people think something like this is real. That this thing that they're, it's either it's a video or it's a meme. Or right. It's a, and I'm always like, you guys don't realize that that's satire. That this is. I don't want them to put the tag up. Though, I can't Because it takes imagine. all the schadenfreude out of it when they get caught. <laughs> There's nothing it. more satisfying when somebody gets all upset about a Daily Current article. We've been we've been had, though, by a couple of We have, of and it's yeah. funny. It's funny, yeah. Well, in any case, this one is about Common Core. It's going to be brainwashing your kids and turning them gay. And specifically, they found it on yeah. a website. And the website says, basically, this is what the website says on the About page. And this is from uh, the website that they found it on was uh, a, a parody. Let's see. Hold on. I want to double check here what this is from. This is from uh, Broken World News. Okay. So that's where they got it from. Broken World News. And it says, here's the about, if you believe any of the shit you read here, you are a freaking moron. It says it right there. 
If you well, believe when you say I mean, it like that, it yeah. seems. But nobody checks the about page, and right. so they they that the very first thing they have is this Common Core tur- turns first wave of students gay. <laughs> So the first wave of students that had Common Core got turned gay, and people are like, look at this crazy shit. So I want to play. This is a person who's basically got confronted about this, and now they're going to try to backpedal. There used to be religious freedom in America, but then uh, with the homosexual, bisexual, transsexual agenda, uh, religious freedom and free speech are trampled at the behest of a perverse, uh, unnatural, unbiblical, unhealthy, tyrannical sexual agenda. Friends, what often happens uh, in states like California is this legislation is passed, and then you get some legislator in another state say, well, they're doing this in California. You know, they, they've got a lot of students there. We need to do this in our state. And so they mirror the, the laws that have been passed into California to introduce them into other states as well, and they make their trend across the country. Randy, I, I'd like, we, we could spend a full program, I'm sure, on every one of these individual bills that have become law, signed into law by various governors in the state of uh, California here, but if you would, in brief, uh, kind of run through. You talked about uh, 10 sexual indoctrination laws. Uh, Without the parental opt-out, children are required to attend these classes. Give us uh, an idea. Run through these uh, 10 bills here in in, uh, brief, if you could. Sure. And in the big picture, these laws require children to be taught that homosexuality, bisexuality, transsexuality, which means cross-dressing and so-called sex changes, and heterosexual teen fornication are good and natural and maybe even for you. And so and they can't talk about the uh, negative consequences. That's not allowed. It's, it's in most cases prohibited by calling it discriminatory or adverse to even mention sexually transmitted diseases or risks. And and on that point, you know, I'm just so appalled. Michelle Obama is able to make sure that every child gets a stalk of broccoli on their plate and 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 an apple that's put on their their plate because we have to look for the well-being of that child. But when we talk about the, even though the serious health consequences, when children violate the laws of nature and of nature's God in their own bodies here, there is no concern from this administration regarding it. Our kids haven't the butt sex? Uh, I don't know any kids having the butt sex. I don't know if they tell me, though. You know, to be perfectly fair, you know. Yeah, I, I see, I've seen a couple of exposés on the news. I think that they are at that it's age. It's certain. Yeah, sure. It's certain to have. Well, I, sure I love that. I love that he's conflating that with, like, broccoli. Like, he's, like, dismissive. Like, these kids, and they're eating healthy. <laughs> eating okay. broccoli. It's got nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with anything. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to uh, give you some information on how to contact the show and how to donate, and we'll be back right after this. Want to contact the guys? Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash dissonance pod or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of cognitive dissonance on a per episode basis if you can't spare any money take a second to give us a five-star review on itunes or stitcher or spread the word about the show we want to send a big heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us you fucking rock 
You know, speaking of Stitcher real quick, could they make the fucking rating system more fucking cumbersome and difficult to do on an Android? Have you tried? Have you looked at uh, it? Oh, uh, no. Is it difficult? Dude, it's like it's like the least intuitive. It's not like he's like, oh, I want to rate it. Like, there's a place to just... It's like their fucking app. It's like impossible to get to it. <laughs> it's so hard. I think I think the only way to really rate us on Stitcher is to like go to their website. I think so. Like, but yeah, nobody. I know the whole purpose of Stitcher, Stitcher is that you don't need to go to a website. Is the app? I know. I know. I don't know why they do it. It's, it seems what? it seems counterintuitive. The other thing is Stitcher's rankings went all fucking wonky too. Like we were doing really well, and it's like well, you dropped fucking fourteen rankings. You're like wait, why? Wait, well, like, yeah, it's like what happened. And the thing is, like our Stitcher numbers are higher than they've ever been. Yeah, but it's just like oh well. Well, I listen. I just put it on a constant stream. Yeah, that's why. That's all I do. Like, that's it. So this story comes from CNN.com. Missouri police officer on leave over video in which he says, I'm a killer. That's not all that I'm he said, killer. though. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Well, let's let's play. Uh, we're going to play it. Now, there's going to be something from CNN here. This is three minutes long, so there's going to be a little piece from CNN where they sort of introduce the story, but then they're also going to play him speaking. Oh. So it's a video of him speaking. Front and center, a St. Louis County police officer on camera making controversial comments about women, gays, and among others, President Barack Obama. Now this here is Kenya. I had my own airplane. I had me a Learjet. Well, how does I said, that I want to go find where that Ill illegal alien is paying to be my president, my undocumented president lives at. So I flew to Africa and right there, and I went to our undocumented president's home. He was born in Kenya. Seemingly nothing out of bounds for Officer Dan Page during a speech at an Oath Keepers meeting, believed to be recorded earlier this year. Did anybody read the USA Today on this little homosexual sodomite here? Just <coughs> Incidentally, there are four sodomites on the Supreme Court. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Incidentally, there's four sodomites. The really? four people that 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 are uh, for home for gay rights, like one of them is a woman. <laughs> well, she's a sodomite woman. <laughs> You know, Sodom. I don't. She's know. a sodomite, sodomizer, sodomy. She's like pegging people. Yeah, Ginsburg yeah, is right? like, like Ginsburg's got a big old strap, strap on, on. <laughs> got a big black twelve-inch strap on that she pegs people. Throw with. your fucking hip out pretty yeah. quick. I'll tell you what. <laughs> She'll break her hip. God damn, woman's like seven hundred years oh old. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Oh, you know what I love is is. It doesn't even feel like he's got a speech. It feels like he's just like, like when you watch this, because he's giving a talk at some place, but it feels like he's just like, I'm going to talk about some random shit I'm really mad about. I, you know what he sounds like to me? He sounds like a bad prop comedian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, just like holding up the newspaper, like, well, let's see what's in the newspaper today. <laughs> it's like carrots off or whatever. Right. And he just like gets one out and starts like fucking picking through. That's actually what we do. Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah. <laughs> All, you know, if we had a sledgehammer, we'd be Gallagher. So there you go. Well, there's a little more. Has anybody read this? Former Justice Stevens wants to change the Constitution, and he lists the six things in here that have to go. Number one, the Second Amendment. Why would he pick that one up? Because he's an idiot. In the military right now, <laughs> you have open sodomy, people holding hands, swapping spit together. Sick. It's pitiful. You got women trying to be. By the way, and I deeply resent this. Oh we've had our first female Green Beret. Of course, they had to redo the qualifications. We've had our first Marine Infantry officer come out. Of course, they had to redo the qualifications. What's what's wrong here? We have our first female Ranger. What happened here? Something's wrong. This here is the foundation for this. He's holding the Bible. You can't separate them. I, I don't know what them black robe perverts don't understand down there. What did he just say? Those black-robed perverts. 
is what he calls the Supreme Court justices <laughs> black-robed perverts. <laughs> it's, you know, there was a judge for a while who was using a penis pump on the bench. Do you remember that guy? What? There was a judge who was like using a penis pump did on the bench. Did we cover this? We did. Well, he covered it. <laughs> we should have covered it a little better, <laughs> and we wouldn't have covered it on our show. <laughs> for a minute, I thought you were talking about Clarence Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he had a different name for his penis pump. <laughs> <laughs> Anita Hill, right? You need me to talk to him. I'll square him away for you. <laughs> take me about a minute. Yeah. I Page, think he means a him. You're a veteran of the field. Yeah, I don't want to hear what they have to say. Basically, so that's what he, he's talking about. Um, undocumented Barack Obama, which I love. It's like he's like, what, six years into his presidency now? I, it's over. It's over. Like it's not like it can get elected again. Right. What what are are we having it's are we gonna change someone's mind at yeah. this point? It's it's actually funny because Colleen and I were driving the other day. We just saw one dude, just one dude on the side of the road with a big impeach Obama sign. And it's like, who are you gonna convince? Like you're gonna like so you're gonna he's gonna pass like the right person who's gonna drive by and be like, Okay. <laughs> All right. They like pick up the fucking cell phone and be like, Obama, you've been impeached. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's just run through this. No uh, problems. That's done. Yeah. Well, I held up a sign, and that's how, <laughs> let me, six years into his presidency with no crime committed. So. I said, who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. Ah. Jesus, story. Tom. It's fucking pop ups, my friend. Fuck God, hey, God damn, damn it. it. Damn it. This story comes from Huffington Post. These 20 countries... 20. 20 have no law against domestic violence. Um, you know, Cecil, did you take a look at the 20 countries that have no laws against domestic violence? Because the laws, the countries that have no laws against domestic violence are kind of hell holes. They're kind of not on the, like, your fucking, you know, you don't get a Michelin star restaurant. In the, right? You know what I mean? Like... It's not a place where you go, you know, I'm going to go on my culinary adventure through uh, a couple of these countries. The first one is Algeria. Right? Yeah, so we should, go, we should read going. all these. We should just name all the countries that don't have yeah, laws. Armenia. That's yeah. the next one. You going? You're going you're gonna to swing over? Burkina Faso? Is that oh, a yeah. country? It's beautiful in Burkina Faso. <laughs> Burkina. Cameroon. Cameroon, also known as no one's going to Cameroon. Congo, there's a place, there's a hotbed of a place that you should go. Yeah, Ivory Coast. I love, uh, wait, well, hold on, Congo, you know you want to go there when the image selected is a bunch of fucking soldiers with fucking machine guns in a fucking rusted out <laughs> pickup truck. Of course Egypt doesn't, right? Right. Well, um, Haiti. You can't beat someone who's not a person. Oh, man. Iran. Yeah. Latvia. In Latvia, woman is potato. Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Lebanon. Yeah. I'm surprised about Lebanon. Lestro. I yeah, I didn't know this was a place. I didn't know that was a place either. You know. Mali. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a Niger. Place to go. Yeah. No. Pakistan. It doesn't surprise yeah. no, me. No, no shocker there. Russian Federation. Yeah. Well, you could just wallop on your wife in Russia. Huh. Syria. Oh no. They don't have they don't have laws against any violence in Syria. Uzbekistan. Yeah. That's Fucking not. Uzbekis. Is there a stand that you want to go to though? <laughs> not really. Yeah. Yemen's the last one. Yeah. So these all these countries seem to have like religiosity in common. I think so. You know, you notice none of them were like Or old timiness. <laughs> right. Like, like it is like let's harken back to the time of, 
no technology. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like it, it, you, like that whole list of countries. Like you can go and like you can. There's no domestic violence laws. Also, they're not places anybody wants to sure. go. You know, it's uh, they're places that are highly conservative, highly religious, backward countries. Like it's never a place where everybody has the internet. Right. You know what it's like? It's not Norway. Yeah. <laughs> right. You wouldn't have looked at that and been like. Oh yeah, I'd have been shocked if Sweden was on there. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, really? Sweden, man. Turns out places that actually care about half the population's welfare. <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I don't have any idea what to do with this story. It comes from the raw story. Well, you could ask this guy if this story's dead to you. You could just ask this guy <laughs> what to do with it. He'll, He'll let you take know. it as a come on. He'll let you know. <laughs> Iowa GOP representative arrested for having sex with his incapacitated wife after the judge told him not to. Somebody had to tell him not to. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like telling your kid not to eat the food that fell on the floor. You know, right? you're just like, don't eat it. Right. But it's fine. Don't eat it. Don't poke the hornet's nest. Right? The hornet's <laughs> nest looks so pokeable. Like, what the fuck? Um, this is a Republican state representative of Iowa. He was arrested on third-degree sexual abuse for having sex with his wife. She lacked the mental capacity to consent, um, which up until relatively recently actually would not have been that big a deal because 25 years ago in Iowa, there was no consent. 25 years ago? 25 years ago. Like, when you and I were alive and walking around and knowing stuff... 25 years ago, that's late 80s. Yeah, dude. In the late 80s, in Iowa, your wife could fucking kick and scream all she wanted, and there's nothing she could do about it. No consent required if it's your spouse. Uh, there are still states where that's a hotbed issue. Uh, what? Yeah. Where if, if you're married to somebody, and in several countries it's a case that it's still the case, but there, there are states where... It's still a hotbed issue that whether consent is required from a spouse. That's a separate issue, but it's that's fucking terrifying. Isn't it, it is, man, because it's like does you, it go both ways? I don't know. I I would imagine that. Like if a, I don't know, let's say if a woman was like, "Damn it, you're having sex with me tonight," right? And you'd be like, "I have a headache," and then she's yeah, like, right. I have the aspirin, motherfucker. And, <laughs> right? And, you know, like. I mean, I don't know I don't, how often that happens, but let's just say I don't it. Know. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that happened a time. Right. You know, like what would, what would, if they if she forced herself on him, would that be criminal in those places where they did that, or if it was only specifically against? I have no idea. Yeah. But you know, you look at that, and it's like the twenty-five year thing. It's like, man, we've come so far, but we have so far to go. Yeah, you know, like twenty-five years. Twenty-five years is that's a nothing. That's a drop in a bucket. It that's is nothing. It is. Yeah. And I, what I don't get in this story is just like. Okay, I have an option of jerking it, or I have an option of fucking some sloppy piece of like inanimate something. I mean, right. you might as well fuck a piece of liver at that point. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing there. You're just like, like he had to. He went in the room and like, I mean, that's just gross as hell. Yes, you I might mean, as well be a necrophiliac uh, at that point. I know, I know. You're just looking for a posable thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's like his wife was in the hospital, mentally incapacitated. Ugh. How does that turn you on? Like, how are you like, man, baby, you never look so good. I love it when you ask me what day it is multiple times in a row. I love when you wear IV fluids. <laughs> is that, 
Oh, the bedpan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it says that the, the someone's roommate corroborated the video evidence saying the same day he discarded her undergarments. Uh, the, the same day he discarded her undergarments, she heard noises indicating that Henry was having sex with his mentally incapacitated. Oh, yeah, his seventy-year-old mentally. Not only is that disgusting that he's doing that, but then you've got to overhear that. Oh, I know. That's man. roughing the listener. You know what I mean, that's just that's horrible. That's just horrible. I need a new roommate. <laughs> I need a new roommate. You're not getting me a new roommate fast I need enough. A new roommate. Like, like you gotta hit the like the call like the nurse call button like I need mental floss. Fuck you. I don't. I need to forget about this yeah, story. Right? Is there like a? Did you end the story with like with like? Is there like puppies and bunnies story that you have after this or? Uh, no, I have uh no story <laughs> after this. This, this is, is it. it. This is this, this is it. it. Wow. Yeah. Take that. Oh my god. So. From the, I don't I don't I don't even know. What do I say next? I don't know. What's the next thing to say? I don't know. Do you want to cover this story with the six six? Yeah, let's cover because it it's fucking awesome. Let's just do it. We're just gonna pretend that there's no bumper for this one. Let's right. just cover this one. Here, bumper song <laughs> singing time. I think why I did, nailed that. Why don't you read the, like the first paragraph of this? All right. I'm gonna read it. Massachusetts man fears his horns, six six six, and forehead tattoo <laughs> will make a fair trial. Impossible. The lawyer for Massachusetts man who has a 666 tattoo and horns implanted in his forehead believes that his appearance <laughs> will make it impossible for him to find an impartial jury or receive a fair trial. Oh you know what they should do? Have you ever seen those those TV shows where they put the person behind like their silhouette and then they rattle really deep voice? him where he's like they have like a little box or the witness stand they're just like they put him on the witness stand he's like I swear I didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) your honor I'm a peaceful man with 666 tattooed into my forehead fucking horn implants a fucking weird nose thing facial tattoos I'm also a member of the hell's angels (laughs) and let's and let's also point out that the crime this fine upstanding gentleman is being accused of um, is the uh, kidnapping, torturing, murdering, and dismembering. When I look at this guy and I think, man, if somebody was recently kidnapped, <laughs> murdered, tortured, murdered, I don't even know what the, what's the order again? Kidnapped, I, tortured, I murdered, and dismembered. judging this book by its cover. <laughs> I am judging it by its cover. It's like, how do I feel bad? Yeah. You are responsible for the cover. <laughs> it's not like you were born this way. You tattooed six 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 on your forehead, and you stuffed super balls <laughs> above your eyes. Oh God, this guy! I like the bone through his nose or whatever oh that thing God. is. That looks crazy as hell, and he's got some crazy shit like written like underneath his eye. Yeah, what's like that? It's like fucking from Halo or something. <laughs> I don't know. He just it's got like, fucking glyphs on it. Yeah. Like what is that? He does he's like fucking the sword and the stone? Yeah. Like yeah, but I, you know, really, I think you're fucking polluting the fucking jury pool. You know what I mean? Like, right. You're just like you I mean you're just fucking defecating in that motherfucker when you come up there dressed like that. I, and I, I feel like such a curmudgeon because I want to be able to be like you should be able to dress however you want but then I look at this guy and I'm just like man I would be I would be physically shocked 
if someone that looked like this like was standing, I would be like, ah, like it would scare me. Like I would, I would jump a little if this guy was like, if I turned around, like let's say there I am, I'm at Dominic's and I'm looking through, I'm leafing through the Us Weekly, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for the hottest picture of Gwyneth Paltrow I can find, you know, that they found her at the beach or something, right? And I'm just paging through, and you know, the guy's like, hey, can you hand me the, you know, the fucking separator between the groceries? And I reach over and I grab, and I'm not paying much attention. I turn back and I'm like, oh, like I would, I would jump, I would literally jump if I saw this human being standing behind me. And I feel like such a curmudgeon saying that, but I look at him and I'm just like, yeah, I would fucking jump. Yeah, but look, he purposely altered himself to look as frightening as possible, <laughs> right? But and, then, way. and now, cause, I mean, he didn't do this by accident. He's not like, I thought it made me look pretty. He didn't, he didn't fall into a bin of Super Balls in the right? game. Uh, himself. Fuck, I have these Super Ball horns <laughs> stuck in my under my skin. And then... Yeah, so he altered himself to make himself look as scary and intimidating as possible. Yeah. And now he's upset that people are going to find him scary and intimidating. (laughs) Right? He's mad. Yeah. And, you know, he's also incidentally petitioned the judge to have photographs taken of the apartment excluded from trial since they include weapons like machetes, hatchets, and baseball bats with nails protruding out of them. What is he, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Right? What the fuck do you have an arsenal for? I was thinking of that guy, like that Casey guy from yeah. the same thing. He's got <laughs> the, like the yeah, bat with right. the thing in it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I'm guessing, too, that like it would have been very difficult for the police to put together a reasonable lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... They're like shoving super balls in the people's eye fucking sockets to get them. Be like, no, the guy who fucking murdered my friend had horns. Like, he literally had horns. Yeah. Uh, that guy has horns, but no 666. And that guy has the 666, but imagine, no horns. Could you imagine the, the person who draws these people when they're like, do they have any uh, distinguishing marks? And they're just like, cha-ching! It's like, I could fucking draw this shit in my sleep. This is the easiest day I've ever had on the job. I fucking love this job. It's so the sketch artist literally draws a stick figure with horns and a six and six. Have you seen this man on a milk? Or like this guy goes missing and he ends up on a milk carton. He's so ugly the milk sours. His fucking mom's like, I miss my little boy. I just wish somebody would bring back. My little boy. My terrifying young boy. Oh, man. You know, a thousand years ago, I was at a Nine Inch Nails concert, and there was a group of girls in front of us that had filed their teeth into points. Oh, Jesus Christ. They had, so they had, like, scary pointy tiger teeth yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, I think it made I think they thought it made them look yeah. like, like vampires. I don't know yeah. what they thought. Yeah. But they were like... Like they were sitting like one blanket in front of us, we're like on the lawn at uh, the it used to be called the World Music Theater. Yeah, now yeah, it's in Chicago. Else. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, it's 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 a, a suburb, Chicago. Yeah. yeah, and like we we're like, damn, those girls are hot. And then one of them smiled. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and the, like, and even as like a teenager, even as a teenage boy, I was thinking like, it's like, what is this? The Grudge? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I was like, yeah. you are gonna regret that so hard. <laughs> like, there's no not. There's no like. There's no scenario later in uh. life where you're like. Man, <laughs> I nailed that one. That was one of the better yeah. calls I made yeah. when I filed my fucking teeth into sharp points. Yeah, I was. I used to go to an industrial club uh, in Chicago when I was a young kid, um, just twenty-one and a little bit after. And there'd be some weird ass people there, like people with like safety pins all up and down, like through their skin and their yeah, arms right. and shit. 
And and you'd be like, okay, whatever. You're just trying to shock me. I get it, whatever. Sure. Um, but this in particular, like this guy in particular, like I would have fucking, I'd have soiled myself. <laughs> if this is the guy, and you know, if this is the guy taking tickets at the door, I'd have been like, I don't need to go here. Yeah, right. What's like, inside? What is inside if this is at the door? <laughs> Jesus. The door is made of hostile. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this week, uh, this midweek episode that we recorded the same day as the other episode. <laughs> I think we nailed it. I think we may release these pretty quickly. On t- I don't know when we're going to release what? them. We'll probably Look. release them. I'll probably release them like on Tuesday or something this week, since I have it already. You know, might as well. And some things. And I don't want this. I don't want this Super Bowl story to go sour. You know what I mean? I want a bunch of people doing this. Story, well, it's probably, you know? probably be exonerated before. <laughs> And then won't we feel the fool? <laughs> he's like a he's like a really nice guy. Does charity work all over? Can you like, imagine him in the courtroom in a suit? Like he's wearing a suit. Like it's like a suit. And if like, it's not made out of other people's skin, no. I can't. <laughs> I actually can't. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I fuck me. Oh Jesus! That's <sighs> this episode. We'll be back next week with more stories of horrible, horrible shit. Um, but until then, we're going to leave you with the Skeptic's Creed. That's the song. <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> so, Tom, I think you should treat the listeners. I think you should do an actual Skeptic's Creed that's live. So why don't you read? I'll play the music underneath you. You have exactly a minute and three seconds to read this. Let's do it. Are you ready? Here I'm we ready. go. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating, pressurized stereogram, pyramidal free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain deadpan sales pitch, late night infodocutainment. Leo Pisces cancer cures, detox reflex foot massage, death in towers tarot cards, psychic healing crystal balls, Bigfoot Yeti aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your sides, thrust your hands, Bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. One fucking take. Look at Boom. you. <laughs> and you did it in the perfect timing. That was amazing. Amazing. Wow. There's no theme music at the end of this show. I'm not going to play theme music.